The following show is pre-recorded. Let's go. Break it down. 104.1 KRBE, Houston. Live from the TXU Energy Studio. Welcome to Around H-Town on KRBE. Houston Wilderness works with business, governmental, and environmental interests to protect and promote eco-regions in the Houston-Galveston area. Here to talk about what they do and how you can get involved. Please welcome to the show, Deborah January Beavers. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah, thank you for joining the show this morning. So let's talk about how you all are able to continue to do your work amidst the pandemic. As you mentioned, Houston Wilderness uh, is an environmental policy organization that uh, works on big initiatives with multiple partners in a variety of areas in the region that uh, help to enhance our 10 distinct ecoregions. And several of those initiatives have lent themselves well, if you will, to uh, continuing to work on them under the pandemic. One of those being our Port of Houston Trees Project, where we are working with Port Houston, Buffalo Biopartnership, the City of Houston, Harris County, Trees for Houston, other partners to plant thousands of trees along uh, the 25 miles of the ship channel. And because a lot of these tree plantings are in green space that are very, believe it or not, are are quite large, you don't necessarily think about green space along the ship channel, but there's actually quite a bit. A lot of it is available for tree planting. We've got authority to be able to plant those trees. You're right. It does not look like a very eco-friendly place. It's a a big bridge that is scary to to drive over and then a bunch of water. So whereabouts is this green space. Exactly. So we've got uh, on our website, you can see some of the maps of of where these areas are. We have a nice uh, uh, map that kind of shows some of the initial areas we're doing, but they're everywhere from the east end near Hidalgo Park. We've got plantings uh, not too far from there on the kind of the beginning of the ship channel, what they call the turning basin. We've got some down in the Morgan's Point area that we've planted already. We've got some, a whole bunch uh, in the seaport, Bayport terminal area. If you go down Port Road toward, uh, on the Bayport terminal, you'll think there's no way there's green space. But in actuality, if you go all the way to the end, close to uh, El Jardin del Mar, a tiny little beach town uh, right there, uh, there's actually a two and a half mile berm, and we're planting a significant amount of all of it. It's owned by Port Houston. It's very uh, easily to see from uh, from the roadway, and uh, it, it's just going to be full of targeted native tree species. How long does it take for you all from having a meeting, whether it's Zoom or in person, to actually planting an entire area's worth of trees? Well, that's a good question. So when we started off, it was a lot of planning, uh, GIS map work, uh, determining uh, the exact areas we wanted to plant, then looking at the targeted trees we wanted to plant. We, we didn't just go with any native trees. What we did is we researched what native tree species have the highest level of air pollution absorption, water absorption, and carbon sequestration, because we recognize those three areas as very important, both for global warming and climate change issues that are affecting our region, as well as, uh, you know, hurricanes and uh, the emissions that take place right there near the port or along the port. And so once we had that list of native species, then we looked at what the top 12 to 14 of those trees were, and we call them our native super trees. 
And those are the trees we're actually planting in these areas. And so once we had that, then we had to go out to tree farms and see who, who had these trees. Then we put together a protocol, a COVID protocol, on how we would let volunteers come in and do these tree plantings in a way that was safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it really is very conducive to, to uh, volunteering because there's such widespread area. And then, uh, then we uh, canvassed uh, several of our corporate partners. Then we've ended up having uh, major companies, Shell, Dow, uh, Bank of Texas, a couple local engineering firms like ALJ Engineering, uh, NRG has had a group come out and uh, volunteer to plant these native trees. Yeah, let's go back to these trees, these super trees, as you refer to them. Uh, how long does it take? I mean, is it once you, and I imagine it takes a lot longer than maybe a year after these trees are planted. So is it uh, a decades long thing where after 10 years or is it as soon as five years or how does that work? It's really quite frankly, right away, because Uh what's happening is that the soil itself uh, is developing the microorganisms that it need that, that that tree is, is calling to its roots, if you will. I won't go into a lot of those scientific details, except to say that what's going on in our soils is, is really phenomenal in terms of its ability to absorb carbon, absorb water. So when you plant those trees, uh, we sometimes give them, well, in fact, not sometimes, we always give them a little bit of help with some some organic matter in the form of mulch and compost. And we also even sometimes add a little extra um, uh, mycorrhizal fungi, which is just a powder that kind of comes alive when it gets watered with the tree. And that helps actually uh, develop uh, a different bacteria and fungi that help the tree develop within the soil, uh, really an entire network of, of, if you can almost picture a big canopy tree above ground, yeah. Well, those microorganisms create a canopy tree below ground. And I want to kind of pivot to something that you've got on your website. And that, that website, by the way, is Houston Wilderness. It's all one word, HoustonWilderness.org. And that is wilderness areas cutting the extinction risk of terrestrial biodiversity by 50%. Are we in the greater Houston area, uh, including Galveston and the Gulf of Mexico, uh, anywhere close to being at risk of losing anything? Uh, in terms of uh, where sea level rise is affected, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. That's, uh, that, that's a real issue uh, in terms of, of uh, uh, and, and, and there's you know, already data out there. Uh, the fact there's uh, the general land office provides data on their website where you can actually look at where sea level rise is impacting uh, land and and causing and causing a uh, erosion of that land uh, uh, into the into the Gulf. How can my friends get involved with Houston Wilderness? Well, there's a variety of different ways. Uh, you can join our our uh, distribution uh, email list, which uh, you can sign up for on our website. Uh, if you go on our website and click under uh, our programming and then Port of Houston Trees. You can also sign up to do to be involved in volunteer planting. Uh, there's a form there that you can do that. And on uh, our website also is uh, something we call the Great Green Quest. And that is an opportunity to explore all 10 of our ecoregions through uh, our online and also hard copy version of what we call our Wilderness Passport that provides you with every outdoor location in the region. 
but it's divided up by ecoregion, which is kind of fun. So if you want to visit the beaches or the bays or the piney woods or the Columbia bottomlands, uh, it shows all the places you can do that in the region. I love that. HoustonWilderness.org is the website. Deborah from Houston Wilderness, thank you for coming by around H-Town. Thank you very much. I enjoyed it. Up next, we talk with Citizens for Animal Protection, where you will find out how to get your adoption fees waived during the weekend of the big game. For those who don't like Alexa listening to their conversations, we heard they're making a teenage version. It won't listen to anything you say. Yeah! Fire up that Amazon Echo device and say, hey Alexa, play KRBE.